You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. The most interesting thing in tech? The collapse of Quibi. Quibi is Quick Bytes. It was the iPhone short film service launched by Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. They announced it at CES in January at a much fanfare. The service launched right when the pandemic was hitting. And now, just six months later, it's gone under. It's a shockingly quick collapse for a service that raised $2 billion. It's a lot of money in a very short period of time to go under. So the question is, what went wrong? I was excited about Quibi. The tech was fantastic. There was a lot that I loved about it. Katzenberg and Whitman, obviously you couldn't really have a better team. Some of the smartest minds in Silicon Valley and Los Angeles were working on it. There was a lot to like about Quibi. But a few things happened. First, the pandemic. Pandemic added complexity, made a lot of things hard. Critics have pointed out that, well, maybe it should have been easier. Lots of other streaming services did quite well during the pandemic. But remember for Quibi, it's a new service, people learning how to make shows, and suddenly, right at the time it was getting off the ground, everybody had to start working at home. It just made things hard, it made it harder to produce content, raised barriers to finding the content. So that's problem number one. Secondly, there's some problems of strategy. Quibi very much wanted to optimize for the phone to the extent that they made it hard to find Quibi on, say, Apple TV and Roku. They just didn't launch products for those platforms where a lot of people watch TV. And you can see the logic for it, but it really limited Quibi's opportunities. Secondly, they made it hard to share, for example, screenshots of Quibi shows on social media, which prevented viral moments. They just really wanted everybody to watch Quibi on their phones inside the app. See the logic, but turned out to be a mistake. And then there's a failure of execution. I spent a lot of time watching Quibi, watching shows, trying to get ideas. At a point, there was a possibility of Wired partnering with Quibi, but it didn't ever really, really pull me in. There wasn't a show I loved. There wasn't a news show that I felt like I had to go back to every day. It's hard. It's hard to come up with the kind of content that 
goes viral and that people love. When you have a social platform like TikTok, you can just rely on everybody to create something amazing or one person to create something amazing every day. When you're choosing shows and choosing talent, you got to choose exactly the right ones. And well, a lot of people felt like they didn't exactly hit it. And then there's the failure of expectations. When there's so much hype, when there's so much attention, things start to go bad, makes things go bad quickly. People start to leak stories, the press starts to write negatively about you. There was a lot of negative press for Quibi very early on, largely because of the hype they got. In a way, they were a victim of all the attention they had got at the beginning. So it's a tough day for all the people who worked at Quibi, for the people who made shows for Quibi, people who loved Quibi. It's a hard day having it shut down, but there are also a lot of important lessons for the tech industry. That's the most interesting thing in tech. All right, see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.